Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel. Welcome to having me in your ears so you and I can talk about decluttering for a wee bit, hopefully to give you some ideas, to inspire you, to encourage you, to give you some motivation so that you can experience freedom from clutter. Um, I'm excited to be talking to you today around garage decluttering. And the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is really because so many clients have been talking to me over the last couple of months about their garages. And I feel like I've booked an unusually large quantity of garage sessions. Um, my team are often saying, oh, it was really cold, or I've got clients actually reaching out and saying, I really need my garage decluttered, but I really want to wait until it's not in the middle of winter. <laughs> and so even though I say to them, actually, we're going to warm up a really, 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 really quickly when we're decluttering a garage, people are often wanting to wait. And so I thought if you are in the same boat where you're thinking, actually, it's about time I gave my garage a refresh, then I thought today could be a good chance just to chat about that, chat about how you can make the most of the garage space that you have, the storage and all of those things. Now, I do have to say in advance that I have never, as an adult, lived in a house with a garage, <laughs> which is pretty funny because, you know, I've lived in quite a few homes and never has one of the houses had a garage. They've always been a bit of older homes, um, the weatherboard house with just the driveway that you park your car in. But I have organized more garages than most humans will in their lifetime. And so I want to speak to you from working with other people um, and just seeing how people use that space. I think sometimes we take for granted that we have a garage or we have a car car parking space with maybe a cage on the top or you've got storage in your apartment building a carport even that sometimes has lockable storage at the back and it can become a, a taken for granted space in your home but actually it's a really valuable piece of real estate in your house because it's enclosed most of the time 
It's got lots of walls that are very utility friendly, as in they're functional walls. You're not trying to make your garage into a really pretty space and, you know, have decorations and plants and pictures. And you're probably not doing that. Although I have seen a few clients that do want to make their garage pretty, but garages can be multi-purpose. So you can have a space where you keep your cars, obviously, although how many of you can honestly say that you maybe have never kept a car in your garage because there's just too much clutter. Um, But the garage can be a space where things from inside the house that you either don't know what to do with, don't have space to store, or you've got a delayed decision can end up in the garage. I, um, I think one of the things that has really put extra pressure on our garages in the last three years is many people have gone to working from home or even if you're not working from home full-time, you may have moved to having a home office space. And so sometimes the things that were in the space that you have your home office now, you have to move those into your garage if you have one. So it might be that you've got off-seasonal clothing like wetsuits or snow gear or skis and snowboards and you might have the bikes in there you might have your Christmas decorations so you may have some things that otherwise could have been kept inside that have now moved their way into the garage and more likely than not if you were moving quickly into working from home or you quickly needed an extra space maybe it's because you had in-laws coming and staying or you've had a new baby or you've blended a family and you do need that extra room Things can kind of just get pushed up against the walls in the garage. And I think in our minds, in a garage, if you can imagine like you're going in the garage door and you've got the side walls and the back wall, I think in our minds we assume that every house has like half a metre out of every wall in the garage that's for stuff because every house I go into has that, that the walls are lined they're lined with boxes and they're lined with garbage bins. They're lined with bikes and scooters and they're lined with shoe boxes and tools and the lawnmower. And there's kind of this surrounding the edges with stuff. And sometimes that can edge its way in to the point where you're like, okay, I know it's a two-car garage, but let's just park one car outside and let's just do one car in the garage. And then sometimes it creeps a little bit more and so then you are like, well, if I park close onto the left, I can get out of the driver's side, but no one can get out of the passenger side. And then maybe both cars get booted out because there's just so much stuff. And so I have seen a lot of this where the things from inside just get put outside, but there's no system, there's no storage. It's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And I really want to help you to reclaim your garage space to a space that's functional, that's actually you walk into and you're like, oh, this this feels quite good. Like not only is it just like functional and I'm not tripping over things and I don't have to worry about banging the car, but actually there's easily accessible storage and I can find what I need. That will make a huge difference. So and And also that carry-on effect of when you declutter the garage, you can then make better use of the whole room in your house because if you have good storage in there, and you're really clever about how you set that up. There might be things inside that can go and live in the garage and give you just that little bit more freedom inside the house as well. So what I want to do is give you five steps to decluttering your garage, help you deal with that garage clutter. What we might do is quickly go to an ad break and then I will be back with you in just a second. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So we're going to talk about the five tips, five steps to dealing with garage clutter. And the first one is about knowing your why. Because garages can be that place where camping gear and gardening tools and bikes and scooters and suitcases and lots of things that don't have a home within your living space just end up in the garage and it's kind of just a whole lot of random bits and pieces and there's no order. And so if you can kind of know your why, your why might be that I want to safely store my cars in the garage. If you think about your most expensive possession, certainly in our family, our two most expensive possessions are two of our cars. Well, we only have two cars, so both our cars. They are by far the most expensive items that we own. Cars are not an asset. Cars are a possession. And so... Those two things are by far the most valuable things in our home. And it's quite a distance between that and our next most valuable assets, like tens of thousands of dollars difference. And so you kind of want to protect your stuff, don't you? You wouldn't just leave your laptop out on the, gar- on the, on the driveway or on the front lawn overnight because you couldn't be bothered bringing it inside. So why do that with your cars? And admittedly, cars can be fine outside and a laptop maybe not so much, but it is about protecting it, retaining its value, helping it to last longer. And and it is nicer to get into a car in summer that hasn't been sitting in the direct sun and that heat. And also in winter, there's many, many mornings in Melbourne when I have to get out a bucket and I have to put some water on my car so that the ice can leave the windscreen. So have a think about what your why is for your garage. Maybe it's about getting rid of some of that unwanted furniture and collectibles. It might be some things you've inherited from family or it might be things you've maybe picked up off the side of the curb 
because you wanted to salvage them and you wanted to give them a second life and now you have somebody else's kitchen chairs, <laughs> antique or not, sitting in your garage that it might be time to let go of so that you can create some space and, and use that, that really well. So that's number one, know your why. Number two is to do the declutter. And that, like, I know that organizing is so much fun and I know all of you just want to jump out and go and buy some storage shelving and some cool click together systems and ropes and pulleys that you can store things in all wonderful places. But until you know what you have, you can't plan how you're going to store it. And so the declutter is really, really important. And that means going through everything, deciding what you want to keep, what you're ready to let go of. And if you're stuck maybe with where to start, A garage is a great place to think, okay, is it broken? (laughs) Have I used it in the last two years? So that's great that you've got a whippersnipper, but have you used it in the last two years? Because maybe you have moved into a house that you don't need a whippersnipper anymore. So there's always lots of broken things. It might be chemicals that have gone off. It might be paint from an old house or a project that you're not doing anymore. Really go through with a realistic guide of, okay, am I going to use this in the future? If something's broken, just let it go and do that declutter as thoroughly as you can because it will make the next couple of steps so much easier. So step number three is to assess your space. So once you've decluttered all the items that you no longer need or they're not going to be stored in the garage, there might be some things you say, actually, I am going to bring that back inside. I'm going to use it or I'm going to store it in a different place. Have a look at the space in your garage. I want you to think about the walls. I want you to think about the height of the walls. I want you to think about any existing storage that you already have. What's going to be the greatest use of that space for the things that you have left? Maybe you need to have some shelving so that you can keep tools and holiday things in there. Maybe you're often going to the beach and so you want to have a box of things that you just grab and go to the beach. It might be kids wetsuits or it might just be sun hats and playthings and a beach hut. Think about how you're going to separate out these zones so that you can access things really well and you want to then think about what are the solutions going to be. And so this then rolls into step number four which is to find the right storage solutions. So once you've thought about the zone, okay, I need a gardening zone then the right storage solution is great. Now, what's the best use of that space and what storage solution can I use that will maximize the height, the depth, the width, fit the actual things that I have in the space, in the garage, so that I can also, if we go back to step one, you want to talk about your why. Okay, if the why is to fit things in the car, you sorry, fit the car in the garage, you can't have really deep storage. You might have to have shallow storage, but you might be able to fit two of them alongside each other. When it comes to garage storage, it doesn't need to look pretty, but having function and having strength, so having items that are not flimsy, are going to make life so much easier because you're going to be confident and also they're going to last the distance. Have a think about really unique storage. If you've got lots of bikes, maybe having those bike mounts on the wall can get them up off the ground. If you've got lots of kind of seasonal storage maybe you can do one of those pulley systems and store things up near the roof um I I think it's a pulley you know what I mean like a kind of a tray that comes down you fill it up with all your Christmas things and you lift it up and it's kind of gone and disappears until Christmas time so think about how you're going to use those different spaces it might be as simple as a bookshelf or it might be as simple as just some some 
uh, I was going to say iron, but like metal shelving from a hardware store. You can often find them on Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace. Like find somewhere maybe that might be getting rid of them because then you're not investing a whole lot of money in it, but you're solving your problem. And when you are storing like items together, as is the case in every single area in your house that you're decluttering and organizing, Keep like items in containers if you can, and particularly in the garage, you want to have something that is really well sealed so that you're not getting bugs, you're not getting dust into items, um, and you, if you can have things lifted up off the floor, that will also mean that if you do happen to have a weather event where water comes into your garage, you're not going to have like cardboard boxes being ruined and maybe your childhood memorabilia being ruined along with it. If you've got a plastic container on a shelf, it's going to be much more safe um, from anything that could happen within your garage. So once you've set these things up, think about how you can label, think about what the natural limits are. So if you've set aside space that's for sporting equipment, how can you define that space? Could you have a couple of bins or tubs or could you even just put some painter's tape on the ground so you know that within that space is where the bikes go or where the cricket gear goes? So it is really clear because in a garage, things can creep and it doesn't take much for you to just store one extra dining chair and then it's six or it might be a folding picnic table and then you've also got a a trestle table but then you also have this other thing and then you've got lights and heaters and fans and air conditioners it's easy for it to spread and for you to just put things in there without thinking it's very easy to say just pop it in the garage right but just pop it in the garage may be you putting an item that you don't need that you don't use into the garage or it may be that it becomes out of sight out of mind because it's hidden behind other things and you totally forget you even have it Sometimes it's really interesting when you go through someone's garage and you're decluttering with them and they will have thought, oh my gosh, we definitely need um, that storage unit because that's where we keep all of our childhood memories. And then actually you go through the childhood memories and only half of them are kept and they're like, oh, I would love to put this in the top of my wardrobe because I never go through it in the garage. Whereas if it's nice and I can see it and it's labeled and I can access it, I'm much more likely to go through things or I'm much more likely when I do have something I want to put in my special box that'll actually put it straight in there. So have a think about how you're going to access things, how you're going to use things. And number five is to maintain and declutter regularly. So once your garage is decluttered and organized, and please don't hear me saying that you need to go out and make it all picture perfect, that all the containers have to be exactly the same and they have to be brand new and it doesn't, it just needs to be really functional. You want to free up as much floor space as possible. The more floor space you can free up, the better. You can get amazing solutions for the walls. So it may mean that you do have to get a handyman in if you're not comfortable kind of putting things into brick walls or putting things in that need to be in studs and carry a bit of weight. But the more you can get up off the floor, the better. And so if you if you have been someone who's been able to declutter your garage and get your car into the garage, I want you to tell me. I want you to either drop me an email, hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au or jump into the Facebook group. Please tell me because I just get so excited when people can put their car in their garage where it belongs. And then what I want you to do is ring your car insurance company 
and say to them, I am now storing my car in a closed garage. How much can you take off my premium for me? And so you'll be surprised. You will almost always be able to get a reduced premium when your car is more secure and it's you know out of the way of weather events, so hail or anything like that. Um, as someone who had to have both cars <laughs> assessed and repaired from hail damage because they were outside, I can assure you that the insurance company would much prefer that I had a garage and I pay premium because I don't. Um, anyway, that was a side note for you. But the maintenance and the decluttering regularly is just about making sure that your garage doesn't just creep into that storage unit for things that you don't use. Have it as a functional space. Have it as a space that you know what's in there. You can quickly and easily get what you need so you don't end up going and rebuying things because you forgot that you already had it. Go through the garage maybe once every six months, once every four or five months and curate what you're keeping, adjust your storage. You might need to change labels. Maybe you've got more of one thing and less of another. Maybe you've got a pool and so now you need to have pool storage. Create a space for it. Don't just kind of start shoving pool storage in the garage. Think about it. You know, if you can go back to those steps of assessing and using the right storage solutions, you're going to find that the garage continues to work for you rather than it being a place that you get into quickly and you get out of as fast as you can. I really think that if you follow these decluttering tips, you're going to be well on your way to having that tidy garage that is functional, that you can use. And I'm hoping that you're not going to have dread when you open the garage door. I remember one of the first garages that I ever did with a client she had never opened up her garage door because it was just full of clutter. So they definitely couldn't fit a car in there. Um, the whole floor was covered in things. But she was so embarrassed because she didn't want her neighbours to see like what on the outside looked like a beautiful suburban home with lovely gardens and, and all of that. But they didn't want their neighbours to see the state that their garage was in. And so we had to work from the back of the house and it was, you know, it, it was more work. It took us more time. It was harder physically. But when we finished and we'd, you know, use the sides of the garage really well, we'd use that vertical space. We got rid of a lot. Like I would say we probably got rid of 80% of what was in there because they'd just been avoiding it, which so often happens in the garage because it doesn't necessarily impact your daily life in a way that is like, oh, I just have to deal with this. It's not like guests come over and they're like, hey, can I look in your garage? So you can kind of get away with it. And so therefore, sometimes it means you just put it off a bit and you delay the actions and things just get shoved in on top. And you may put the wrapping paper out there, but then all of a sudden it's boxed in by an old cot and an old car seat. And then you just go and buy more wrapping paper because it's easier to go to the shops than it is to actually get into your own garage. And so I just remember how freeing it was. They then got one of their cars in the garage and was so thrilled about it. And part of the freedom for them was knowing that they didn't have shame if their neighbours saw. Um, one of the things I love to see on a Saturday morning if I'm driving around, I kind of love nosing and looking at people's garages, often garage doors are open on weekends because people are doing gardening or they might have the kids out for a bike ride or, they, you know, they're in and out of a garage. And I really love just kind of seeing how people use their garages. I want to encourage you to think creatively. It might not be that you need to invest in super expensive options. It might be that you can just create zones. 
if you've got moving boxes because you know that you're in a rental and you might have to move again, rather than having them piled up on top of each other, could one of the boxes be assembled like a big TV box or something and the cardboard boxes are stacked up in there like filed in there and you're using less space? Think creatively. Again, let me know if you're someone who is able to get your car in your garage as a result of some of the decluttering that you've been doing. And I want to also ask you a favor. I would love it if this week you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me. It has been a week without a review. I haven't had any reviews come through in the last week. It might even be the last 10 days. Um, And it is really helpful for me in growing the podcast. It's free for you to listen. It's not free for me to create the podcast. Um, But by having more listeners and being able to increase my community and, and have the Art of Decluttering as a brand, you know, reach out and be able to help people across the world is a, a way that you can say thank you, Amy for creating the podcast every week. Um, So if you're able to do that, that would just make me so happy. I'd be so grateful. I hope that has been helpful. I, I think garages can be an amazing space. And maybe just drop me a note too if you're someone who has a really creative use for your garage and it's not just all the random stuff, but you've actually transformed it into a play space or an office or a spare bedroom or something like that. I want to know about that too. All right, have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. If you are stuck on your garage and you need some help and you're in Melbourne or Perth or Gippsland or regional Victoria, make sure you reach out and let me know. Our team would love to come and work with you in your garage and help you achieve that freedom because it will change the way that your home runs and it will help you get freedom in your mind. Until then, I will see you next week. Enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. 